Chase Claypool is already the MVP of this Steelers 2023 draft. He's a big reason the next great Steelers era could be about to begin. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. When the history of the next great Steelers era is written, the first chapter will be devoted to Kenny Pickett and his selection by Pittsburgh at pick 20 of the 2022 draft. Rightly or wrongly, quarterbacks receive all the attention, and of course, Pickett is the key player whom the Steelers are building around. That construction began the year before he was picked with the additions of running back Najee Harris and tight end Pat Fryermuth, all figured to be key cogs in the Steelers' drive to its next championship. But what about the receiver who isn't even on the roster anymore and therefore is missing this dawning of a new Steelers era? Talking about receiver Chase Claypool and his contribution to this coming era cannot be overstated. In fact, it just keeps growing and growing. One could easily argue that the real roots of the Steelers retooling began at pick 49 of the 2020 draft. That's when the Steelers called Claypool's name. None of this is about the nice catches and nifty touchdown Claypool was able to make as a rookie, nor the somewhat downward trajectory of his Steelers career that occurred in the season since. Rather, it's all about what happened after new GM Omar Khan and the Steelers dealt Claypool to the Chicago Bears right at the NFL trade deadline last November. In exchange, the Steelers received the Bears' second-round pick in 2023. When the deal was struck, that translated into pick 39, and there were still nine games to go in the regular season. If the Bears and their up-and-coming QB, Justin Fields, were better able to utilize Claypool, as they clearly had hoped, they could have stacked wins and buried the draft pick they parted with deeper into the lower reaches of the second round. Instead, those bumbling bears went on something of a historic skid. They lost the final nine games of their season, and this turn of events turned the pick Pittsburgh held into an incredibly envious perch right at the top of the second round. Steelers have never had this draft position before especially during the modern draft era when there's a full day's pause between the first and second rounds. In other words, plenty of time for a number of teams to fall in love with a player still available then clamor to compete for the 32nd pick held by the Steelers. This is precisely what Khan and a clearly giddy with possibility Mike Tomlin are envisioning as they head into a draft with the kind of firepower to largely complete the Steelers' transition into a new era. Said Tomlin, who just can't wait for the phone to start ringing right after the Chiefs called the 31st pick on Thursday night. Quote, man, we are excited about it. 
We have been talking about it. The thing that we're least familiar with about it is the amount of calls we will be or could be getting. And that's where we spend our time is just talking about how do we organize? How do we get prepared for the receiving of the amount of interest that pick could have? And that's a good and exciting possibility for us, unquote. Pending on the offers that pour into the Pittsburgh War Room, that Claypool pick, which already returned much in the way of value, could command multiple more selections for the Steelers. As it stands now, Pittsburgh is already armed with the kind of draft firepower to add multiple impact players with picks 17, 32, and 49. That would be three players with top 50 talent to add to a rising roster already boasting Pickett, Harris, Fryermuth, plus receivers George Pickens and Deontay Johnson, and change of pace back Jalen Warren. And that's just on offense. Leading the D are studs like T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Cam Hayward, to name a few. A trade that would transform the 32 pick into multiple Steelers selections holds the potential to elevate this draft to historical proportions, launching the new Steelers era in earnest. After having the pleasure of taking three players in the top 50, Pittsburgh's choices tail off as they stand now. They currently hold picks 81, 120, and 241. The picks they have are thin, and the players that are available for picking become thinner as the draft grinds on. A trade for pick 32 would give the Steelers more picks, more options, and more talent. And Khan says there's some really nice talent deeper in this draft, especially at offensive and defensive lines, cornerback, outside linebacker, and tight end. Not coincidentally, most of those positions are areas of need for the Steelers. It's little wonder then that in their exuberant pre-draft press conference, Tomlin and Khan clearly signaled that the Steelers are wide open for business for that pick 32. In fact, they can hardly wait to answer the phone. Quote, it is exciting to see what might transpire with some of those phone calls and the value we might be able to get, Tomlin gushed. It's a unique position that we are in, and we are very, very excited about it, unquote. Excited because of the possibilities the players, and the roster push that would propel the storied Steelers into their next era of greatness. Hey, in Pittsburgh pigskin history, there's the Super Bowl 1970s, there's car power of the mid-1990s, and then the Ben Roethlisberger championships of the 2000s. Should the spoils of pick 32 push the 2023 team over the top and toward another history-making Steelers chapter. Perhaps it should be called the Chase Claypool era. Already, he's the clear MVP of the Steelers' 2023 draft. And we're going to hear much more on Claypool's MVP status in this Steelers draft, plus 
the down-to-the-wire predictions on what the team will do once it is finally on the clock. It's all in a jam-packed edition of your Steelers Update Podcast, and we're going to get to it right in a moment. But just as a reminder, make sure to check out my print column first thing Thursday on Penn Live. As always, it's packed with plenty of Pittsburgh memes as your favorite football team prepares to go on that clock and launch this next great championship chapter in its storied history. Right now, let's get right to it. Hey, this is what everybody wants to know. Who will the Steelers pick? In reality, we still have to wait and see what happens Thursday night. But there's no shortage of draft prognosticators with an opinion as we tick down the moments to the draft. Ray Fittipaldo, writing for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, quotes a few of these experts and digs deep into their thoughts on what the Steelers will do with this draft, this possible draft of historic proportions. Bill DePaolo writes this, quote, ESPN draft analyst Todd McShay said there would be four targets for the Steelers at number 17 if they wanted to select a tackle, an offensive tackle, to protect Kenny Pickett, concussion-prone Kenny Pickett, that is. And McShay notes them as Peter Skranowski of Northwestern, Broderick Jones of Georgia, Harris Johnson of Ohio State, and Darnell Wright of Tennessee. After that, McShay says there's a drop-off in talent, and the next tackle might not come off the board until later in the first round or early in the second round. Wow. McShay says, quote, The question when you look at it is, how far down on the rung of tackles are you willing to go? I don't know how they order them. And then will all four be off the board when they pick? If you're hell-bent on taking a tackle, you can wait to see how it plays out. And if you have to make a move up, you can do it. I can also see them taking a corner there, a defensive lineman, or an inside linebacker too. But I think their biggest priority is offensive tackle on. Quote, and I would have to agree. I mean, you're building around Kenny Pickett. You have some pieces in place from the last two drafts. And now, you know, the tackle would be the obvious position, one they haven't taken going back to the 90s in the first round. So to me, that is where they're looking. And uh, it'll just be to see how the draft board falls. Now, Filippado wasn't done in seeking out expert opinions on what the Steelers could and should do at pick 17. He then turns to former Tampa Bay general manager Mark Dominic, who told the Steelers scribe he too would pick an offensive player in the first round if he was running this Steelers draft. Quote, Dominic doesn't view a left tackle as an absolute necessity. He does believe Dan Moore can be better if he cuts down on the penalties but he doesn't see how they can pass up a plug-and-play lineman to protect their most important offensive player, that being QB Kenny Pickett, taken at pick 20 in last year's NFL selection meeting. Said Dominic, now a draft analyst for Sirius XM NFL Radio, quote, I would lean toward the offense and put as many weapons around Kenny Pickett as possible so you can evaluate him in year two as well as you can. 
they do need younger defensive talent as some of those guys on the defense get older. But I would probably lean toward an offensive lineman. If one of those tackles falls, I think I take him, unquote. Now, of course, Philip Paldo has his own thoughts on that, on what the Steelers will do at pick 17 and beyond. He published his last seven-round mock, and he writes this, quote, The Steelers could easily draft Penn State corner Joey Porter Jr. if he's available here at pick 17. It could come down to the new front office's philosophy on how they would like to build the roster. Khan and his assistant GM, Andy Wield, believe in fortifying both lines of scrimmage. What also has to be considered is the depth at this group of corners in the draft. The Steelers can find a capable future starter with one of their two picks in the second round, unquote. That's the preamble by Filippato. Now, as for what he thinks the Steelers will do at pick 17. He gives it to offensive tackle Darnell Wright of Tennessee, a six foot five, 333 pound whopper of protection for Kenny Pickett. Filippello writes, quote, Wright played left and right tackle at Tennessee, and the Steelers coaches can figure out where he fits best, unquote. In short, Flexibility. Now, Filippado has the Steelers going defensive line at pick 32, if they don't trade it away, that is. He predicts it will be Keon White of Georgia Tech. At 6'5, 285, he says White is, quote, one of the oldest prospects in the draft at age 24, but he has the tools to become the eventual replacement for an aging Cam Hayward, unquote. At pick 49 of the second round, the Steelers get their young cornerback in the person of Julius Brents of Kansas State. He's 6'3", 198, and Phil Paldo writes, quote, This might be a little late for some to draft a corner, but Brents has been on the rising list of corner prospects in the pre-draft process with a strong performance at the Senior Bowl and the NFL Combine, unquote. Well, again, some fodder for the, for the fire, for the food of thought about what will happen, but we're ticking down to when it will actually happen. And of course, we must take everything said before the draft with a grain of salt. No one really knows how the draft board will fall until actual teams begin drafting actual players on Thursday evening. This is why Post-Gazette columnist Paul Zeiss has some fun paraphrasing everything Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan had to say on Monday in previewing their plans for the draft. Zeiss writes this, quote, I'll save you the 30 minutes and summarize what they actually said. We might trade up. We might trade down. We might stay put. We're open to drafting every position because competition is good. Then again, we want to get the best player available when we draft. We like every player you asked us about. We went to combines, camps, all-star games, and pro days. And oh yeah, we like that Allen Robinson guy we just acquired too. And there you have it. That is 30 minutes of nothingness in a nutshell. You could swap Tomlin and Khan out for any of the other 31 combinations of coach, general manager in the NFL. 
And they all said exactly the same thing, except the acquisition talk about Allen Robinson. It's draft season, which means speculation about what might happen is incredibly high and incredibly silly. Nobody knows what is going to happen Thursday night beyond those first few obvious picks. And that's especially true with regards to teams that pick in the middle of the first round or even beyond. Don't get me wrong. Zeiss writes the mock drafts and the rumors make this season fun, and it's all part of the NFL's genius in staying at the top of the headlines for 365 days a year. The NFL is king because it is the greatest marketing machine on the planet, unquote. And Zeiss is right, of course, about it all. But all that smoke and all that silliness will start to clear up a little after 8 p.m. Thursday night. The mock picks will become real, and the 2023 Pittsburgh Steelers will come into full view. And if the Pittsburgh Brain Trust gets it right, a new era will dawn in the Steel City where the football future should be very bright indeed. And there you have it, folks. That is the last word we're going to say before the picks are actually made. But we're going to have much to say after they are made. And we're going to be breaking it all down right through minicamp, OTAs, training camp, and of course, preseason, and then the start of the regular season. These 2023 Steelers, which have been formed through several drafts leading up to this, This is, I think, the pivotal year for the Steelers. It's certainly a pivotal year for Kenny Pickett. And these last picks, and if there's a a bounty for that pick 32, this is going to be really exciting. This influx of talent from this draft, I think, is going to be the turning point. I really do for these Steelers and the new era that we're we're seeing come into view. And it's really going to be in sharp focus after this draft. And we know exactly what the Steelers do who they get, and I just can't wait to talk about it with you. So download the podcast wherever you get your favorite audio. Tune in to penlive.com for your real-time Steelers news, and let's get excited now about this 2023 version of your Pittsburgh Steelers.